News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. In association with Aircom. Guaranteeing big savings for your business with a landline, broadband and mobile bundle. But, uh, Kevin Collin of the Boston Globe, good afternoon to you. How are you, Jonathan? I'm very well. Um, we've just been speaking with uh, Francis Fitzgerald, the Children's Minister, about the Taoiseach's yeah, imminent it. visit to Boston. Not exactly being welcomed by everyone there, is he? Well, as you mentioned with the Minister, um, the Cardinal has made it clear that he is not going to attend. Now, this is something of a diplomatic kerfuffle because I talked to fellows from the Irish government who told me they were quite aware that the Cardinal was not going to attend, but there had been something worked out. They thought it was a deal, that he would just not show up, but that he would not try to embarrass the Taoiseach. Obviously, something changed. If you read my column in the Boston Globe the other day, Jonathan, you would realize that I believe quite strongly that this comes right from the Vatican. I, I, it, I, and I, I think the circumstantial evidence I have on this is that the Irish government, the I, people I talked to, the diplomatic corps here in America, said they had a deal, but then something changed the deal. And as I uh, pointed out in my column, uh, Enda Kennedy, Enda Kenny is not the most popular leader of a country in the Vatican because that speech he gave in the Dáil two years ago after the issuance of the Cloyne report mm. stings. It stings to this day. And it might have been, you know, he's had a, a, a checkered career, as they say. It might have been Enda Kenny's finest moment, in my view. Uh, it, was a, it was a remarkable speech. I must say, after that column appeared, um, I received something like two or 300 emails. I mean, I've got a lot more than that, but two or 300 emails of people who said, after seeing you mention that speech, I went on to YouTube and watched it. And I can tell you one thing. Cardinal O'Malley has ma- managed to heighten the profile of the Taoiseach, <laughs> not just here in Boston, but in the whole United States. And everybody is saying, wow, that was a hell of a speech that but, guy gave. To be fair to Cardinal O'Malley, is he just not towing what is the church's line on this? That he hasn't, he hasn't done anything be, that controversial in that regard? He's I'm just sorry, I don't want church's... to be fair to him at all, because here's the hypocrisy of this fellow. First of all, Cardinal O'Malley, two weeks prior to that, sat up on the altar at the the Cathedral of the Holy Cross, the seat of Boston Catholicism. He sat on the same altar with President Obama, who is on record in favor of abortion on demand. But he had no problem. He, He wanted to share the spotlight with the President of the United States, the leader of the free world. But now the leader of the Republic of Ireland comes here and is set on record of personally opposing abortion, but feeling that the, the Supreme Court rulings in Ireland are forcing his hand. He has to do something about it. And Cardinal O'Malley is going to snub him? Please, Jonathan, that does not pass any test at all. Another point, as I put it in my column, Cardinal O'Malley is very, you know, choosy with who he spends his time with. He had no problem sitting in the same room at the Sistine Chapel with at least a dozen cardinals who enabled child abuse, who enabled the rape of children. So if Cardinal O'Malley can sit with those people and, po- and vote for the new pope, I think it's a little rich for us to sit here and say he's entitled to snub Enda Kenny. I will not stand for it. And I'm telling you what, most Boston Catholics are with me on this. They are not with the cardinal. The cardinal has appealed to the most hateful branch of Boston Catholics.
Okay, well, we'll see. Taoiseach, the Taoiseach is still going over there. He's still going to be at that event, even he if the Archbishop is going to be gr- warmly there. greeted everywhere in Boston, I can <laughs> guarantee ex- you that. With the exception of the Cardinal, at least. Uh, you mentioned Obama there. He's had a little bit of an IRS problem this week. Yeah, That's we, at every American's worst nightmare, isn't it, to have a problem with the IRS? Absolutely. Well, I mean, it is a mess. In fact, the, uh, the, the guy that just took the hit the IRS commissioner is going to be testifying just a few hours from now, Jonathan. And it is a mess for um, the, uh, the Obama administration because it's handed the Republicans a stick that they can just continue to beat Obama with for months and months. I mean, Benghazi really was running out of steam in the, the, the situation in Libya. Most Americans are well beyond that. They see that for what it is. It's a Republican preemptive strike against Hillary Clinton trying to tie all that, what went wrong in Benghazi to her. But this is a little different. This has legs. And What did they do? You know, just because a lot of people might not have read the exact intricacies okay, of what it, the IRS it, did. Uh, the IRS basically, somebody from the IRS, and I imagine it was more than one person, basically did a search, a computer search, to figure out any, any group that identified itself as the Tea Party or Patriot or anything that would be like a kind of a giveaway catchphrase for a right-wing, Republican-oriented um, activist group. And these groups were claiming, you know, non-tax status because they're like, you know, they, they were basically trying to create groups and then they apply for status so they don't have to pay taxes because they're a politi- political group. Now, that's fine and all good, but this was clearly targeting people from one political perspective, mm. which is a no-no. And even even Democrats and, and middle-of-the-road rep- uh, Americans who don't feel any sympathy for this, the Tea Party and their activists, they would think this is wrong. I mean, I think it's wrong. I think it's outrageous. So, I mean, Obama's going to have to deal with this. Of course, the Republicans have taken it, and they won't let the facts get in the way. Uh, so the Republican, the right-wing talk radio crowd, this is, this is worse than what Richard Nixon did, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They've already jumped to the assumption that, that, you know, Barack Obama actually orchestrated this whole thing and approved it, which is nonsense. There's no facts to support that. Oh, God, you, love, you, love, you love a good conspiracy theory in America. Absolutely. Don't you? That's all we do radio. over here, conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> Just to finish up, what about those Bruins, eh? Hey, that was if that. If, I'll tell you. If, I don't know if they showed on that North American Sports Network that I usually watch when I'm in Ireland, but that was one of the best hockey games I've seen in years. The Boston Bruins came from behind, won in overtime, and it, the goal was scored by this, this guy Brad Marchand. He's a classic Cana- you know, French Canadian. We love him. He's just a knucklehead, and we call him the little ball of hate. <laughs> he's, he's pretty crazy on the ice. When they won the uh, the Stanley Cup um, two years ago, I bumped into Brad like two months after the after the um, they won the Stanley Cup, and he was in the North End, the Italian section of Boston. I said, "Brad, what's happening?" He goes, "Hey, Kevin." He, I could realize I saw he's drunk. I said, "How long have you been drinking?" And he says, two months." <laughs> Come here. All I'll say is Connor on Twitter uh, brought my attention to that hockey game. Still didn't see it. Don't understand it. But at least, you know, we, we mention all sorts of sports here coming up to the weekend. Hey, it's, hur- it's hurling on ice. That's what it is. <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. Kevin Cullen of the Boston Globe. We'll talk to you next week, Kevin. Thanks very much. Get those boys in Tipperary some skates. <laughs> yeah, we might. The way the weather's going, the ice mightn't be too far away. Kevin, thank you for that. This is News Talk Lunchtime, Ireland's first national lunchtime news programme. 12.31 is the time. Let's get the headlines. News Talk Lunchtime with Jonathan Healy. In association with Aircom, delivering big savings across your business landline, broadband and mobile bills.